Daily Draft Report. Set your DVR to record now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospecting information. For the NFL Draft brought to you by Campus Canton, please make sure you check out our entire wonderful feed of podcasts, of which I am the best one, but I'll plug some of the other ones. So it's Chasing the Natty. If you like college football, check out the Chasing the Natty. Tends to drop on Mondays, and Jared knows his stuff and brings on really good guests if you love college football. So check out the Chasing the Natty on Mondays. Today's prospect, I'm super excited about this guy. Definitely one of the guys who could be a sleeper in this draft, and... You know, definitely one that I've been watching for a couple of years and loved on my C2C teams and happy to see him finally make it in the NFL. Jalen Tolbert, wide receiver, South Alabama. He is senior. He measures six foot one, 194. And another guy I'm really excited to talk to, Matt Ward. Matt, how you doing, man? Good, brother. How are you? Yeah, it's great to be on. I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked to be here and, and talk about one of the kids that uh, I'm the most excited about to see. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, man. It's uh, he's definitely one of the ones that, you know, as, as I'm looking through the the tier, I don't know what the heck, tier three guys, I guess you would say, you know, he's definitely one of the ones I like a lot. You know that I, it's funny, I'm looking at his recruiting profile. And he was listed at six foot three, one eighty five when he came out of high school. Somehow he lost a couple inches. So you know those that old, uh, yeah, that old small school measuring. I mean, like exactly. like Kentucky Kentucky measuring, yeah. <laughs> Oh, exactly. All right. Let's see. He was a six foot, like I said, he was a two-star guy that came in, coming into college when he chose South Alabama, had just a few offers from teams like Ball State. Actually, my Michigan State Spartans actually offered him. Um, came from Mobile, Alabama, the class of 2017. And as far as college statistics, he had a couple monster seasons the last couple of years. Um, 64 grabs for 1,085 yards in 2020. And this year, 82 grabs for 1,474 yards and eight touchdowns. So if you definitely, if you played college fantasy or C2C, you know who Jalen Tolbert is. And then as far as his combine, he had a really good combine, 8.55 RAS score. He ran a 4.49 40-yard dash, which is pretty damn good. Uh, shuttle of 6.12 is kind of all right. And his three cone of 7.08, which is kind of surprising because I actually thought his agility was pretty good. Um, his vert was 36. Broad jump, 10 foot three. So pretty good. Not not a bad combine. So, all right. Matt, what traits and attributes does Tolbert possess you think that you think could make him successful in the NFL? Well, the thing that stands out for Tolbert immediately, like the, and it's the most visual intangible that he has, is he's a phenomenal route runner and he gets off a press really quickly. Moves with his speed, like, and, and as you said, he's not this prototypical um, burner athlete, but he's a great deep threat because he can separate off the line and then beat guys that are catching up to him. So he's really good at stacking defenders. Um, and when he makes cuts, it's like effortless in motion. So a lot of guys that have these straight line speed, like it doesn't really matter as much in game when they go to make cuts and are now, you know, have a defender right on top of them. So Tolbert's really, really good at separating um and again, like I was a little surprised at his three cone as well because of that, like visual agility that he shows. Right. Um, but a part of his separation is also at the point of attack with the ball. Like he has pinpoint timing and body control when he's high pointing the ball with defenders. So when he comes out of cuts and, and defenders are trying to 
catch up with that stack and the ball is like misplaced or underthrown, Tolbert's really good at finding the point that the defender just can't make a play on it. And that's something that like, obviously it's not going to come out, you know, as a, a metric that a lot of people pay attention to, but that's something that like, you know, when you hear guys like Jamar Chase or guys like Drake London or guys like that, that can't separate in a conventional way, that's what people mean is their body control is phenomenal. And Tolbert has shades of that. Like you were saying, he had these monstrous years at South Alabama and it's a small school program. And I know people are going to have that conference adjusted knack on him. Um, but he put up a ridiculous market share, 136 targets. So 33.41% target share percentage. Um, he had 21.62% of the entire offensive production when it comes to scoring so like the kid even though he was at a small school he performed really well against difficult defenses like he had a game against Tennessee where he went 7-143 in a touchdown so he like he can burn SEC defenses and I think the small school is definitely gonna maybe keep a lot of people under the radar which makes me happy for the upcoming drafts. Right. There'll always be that caveat, you know, the that, but you got to remember he also played with a small school quarterback and, you know, a small school. So he, he's, exactly. been, he's been, he's been super impressive. I, if you watch just the tape, he, he's incredibly smooth, incredibly savvy. He's, he's smart. He knows how to get open. You know, he works toward the ball. Well, he controls his body along the sidelines. He tracks the ball. Great hands. And he plays incredibly confident. Like he knows he's the, the best player on the field and he plays like it. And I, I really like seeing that, you know, I mean, obviously it won't be the case in the NFL, but that confidence will help him succeed. You know, if he thinks he can beat, beat the corners, you know, he's going to obviously have a little bit of a, gir- a curve, but I think it could make him successful. I mean, we'll talk a little bit more about his ceiling, you know, here in a minute, but I, I think he's got a chance to, to get onto a team and, be a contributor probably right away. I mean, I really like a lot of what he does as far as technical. He's very smart. I mean, he's just a smart technical receiver that does the things you want to see as far as like technician stuff. He, he's, I, yeah, I really like watching him play. So, all right, Matt, with all this good, we have to talk about the weaknesses. What do you got for weaknesses, bud? Well, I, I'm going to go back to the, the small school late breakout draft capital could those could all become concerns for Tobolt's projected range of outcomes when you're looking at his profile he he is a fourth year guy um again small school but performs so much above expectations even in that role that I'm kind of willing to overlook conference adjusted metrics there um and there's going to be a developmental period like these tech these technicians that we're talking about and guys that we have come to know and love as dominant NFL receivers usually don't break out away or right away because they don't have that prototypical athleticism or or those intangibles where they can just dominate. And, and yes, we've been treated to some early rookie breakouts recently, but usually like, like Stefan Diggs was a a very late breakout and that's a high comp for, for Jalen. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but, but same with like, you know, guys like Allen Robinson and Keenan Allen, they're not necessarily going to step on and produce at a wide receiver one level, but they're going to step on and produce. Yeah, we used to always say it the year that wide receivers broke out in year three, but, you know, lately we've been kind of spoiled right. by that. You know, like it's, yeah, a couple yeah. of things. Okay, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I was just agreeing. It's like, yeah, that, and that's that's going to be a knack against Tolbert is that he's probably one of those players that people will project to have a later breakout. 
Then I did a couple things I noticed. He did have some drop issues. He had seven last year, you know, but I didn't think it was, you know, a terrible drop issue, but it's definitely there. I noticed that uh, he is, I do think he's a good route runner, but at times he would not be as crisp as he will need to be in the NFL. That's something he might, he might need to work on a little bit, but that's something, you know, it's pretty easy to teach. And I, I think he takes a little bit longer to get up to his top gear. I like his speed, but it, he doesn't have that sudden acceleration. But other than that, I mean, shoot, I, I like a really lot, a, a lot about what he is and what he does. So as far as draft capital, I think he's probably a day three guy. I, I don't think I've seen anybody go any higher than that. <laughs> Definitely not one of those guys that, you know, I think, but where he lands, you know, is there a team or a scheme you think would be a really good fit for him or? Well, as a selfish Saints fan, I'm going to say the team that I would like him <laughs> to go most to is in that mid-second round where the Saints need a wide receiver, of course. And and that that's probably his ceiling of draft capital would be around, you know, pick 85. And I don't necessarily think he's going to make it there. There's some prospects around that area that we know teams really like and are talking about high. But that would obviously be like a, a selfish fandom. I, w- I would love to see Tolbert come and, and play in New Orleans and, and put the Florida Lee on his back. So. And as the best fit, obviously, right now, and especially considering some of the movement that we've seen in free agency, where you want every wide receiver to land is with Green Bay or Kansas City, where <laughs> they're going to step yeah. into oh, yeah. a role of, you know, high powered, gun slinging, high scoring offense where they can become this ridiculous fantasy asset at an incredibly cheap cost. Right. I didn't mean to step on you. I noticed in your in your notes that you wrote mid second round. No, I, no, I that was that was that was. I'm glad that you like. I, I don't check, know. Checked me there. I, I hope he does. You know, I mean, that would be That's what huge. It, yeah, it's it's again, it's a, it's it's one of those selfish fandom things where right. That, that's yeah. where that's where you want to see him for his profile right. to wrap up and, and kind of like extend that range of outcomes into higher prospects that right. we've seen before. Yeah, I guess I could see a situation because of how good the wide receivers are this year that he could sneak into the back half of the third. And like you said, all those teams, you know, I mean, selfishly, we want Green Bay to take two wide receivers in the first round. We want Kansas City to take, you know, one or two right away, you know. But they this draft is that type of draft where they can let them fall a little bit. And they, they can take guys like Tolbert and guys like um, – I'm drawing a blanket. Some of the other guys that I like late. There's a lot of guys in this draft class that I like as – third, fourth round wide receivers that could contribute in the NFL. And Tolbert's going to be a, a really good, I think his ceiling is a, a decent wide receiver too. You know, a guy that, you know, gives you 70, 80 grabs, you know, eight, 900 yards, you know, nine, seven, eight, nine touchdowns, you know, at the most. I don't think he's going to be that guy, you know, that's going to, you know, I would like to see him get up to the, the Keenan Allen levels and things like that. But I think realistically he's, he's going to be just a good wide receiver too. Yeah. And that's, yeah, and that, that's yeah. kind of where his uh, scouting grade from the NFL comes in. I think he graded out as like a 6.26, for, and for them, that's basically saying like um, an, an average starter, so a wide receiver right. too, so a guy that's going to get consistent playing time um, that will be on the field, you know, 85% of the snaps, and, and yeah. So that, with that being said, it, kind of having obviously a personal opinion where I think his ceiling is a little bit higher than that. Mm-hmm. If he falls into one of those offenses, it's wheels up and you will see oh, production from Tolbert in, in a rookie year to a point where he can ascend to that, especially in dynasty kind of ascend to that value that we saw with the Monroe St. Brown. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think his, his game actually could be fairly comparable to Amon Ra actually, if you think about it. Um, yep. And 
Yeah, like you said, if he gets in a spot like Green Bay takes, you know, some a guy like Traylon Burks or, you know, one of the big guys to go outside and then putting Tolbert in the slot or I think he could play outside too, but for sure. with, his six, with his six foot one, one nineties, they're probably gonna push him more toward the slot because he's you know but who knows? I mean, he could be a guy that they move all over and a guy that could do a little bit of everything. So where are you, where are you targeting him in rookie drafts? Consensus kind of has him in that, like, that third value tier, third or fourth, I guess, depending on how you're breaking it up, um, which would put him around the mid-third, late-third rounds. I think that's incredible value. I would be willing to push him as high as 3-1, um, and I, I've mocked him there many times. And, and there's a, mm-hmm. there seems to be a big... Um, running back value tier in the third round and i'm not super high on any of those guys so i feel pretty comfortable like taking tolbert as the highest wide receiver in that value tier yeah i like that that's that's really good i yeah i can definitely see that like the top of the third especially with the draft capital and the landing spot you know if he doesn't end up somewhere where he's just mired on the death chart in depth right. chart you know like, yeah, hopefully this like... Is <laughs> perfect world for sure yeah oh yeah yeah all right, Matt. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Um, you got to tell everybody your Twitter handle. I love this. If I had your last name, I would have so much fun with it. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's perfect, man. I love it. <laughs> yeah, you can find me um, at Twitter on on everywhere, really Instagram as well at PsychWardFF. It's a uh, a great a great handle that I don't know how I kind of secured. I figured more people would be on the top end of that. I've had it for a really long time since like the RuneScape days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a great play on a great play on uh, your, your name. So, and where's your work at? Where, where, what you working on? Uh, yeah. Um, right now I've got stuff, a lot of stuff coming out for uh, brotofantasy.com and also dynasty fantasy football factory. Nice. Yeah. My actually, my Twitter handle came kind of off the same, uh, the people's champ someone's like it sounds like people's champ you're like the rock and i'm like oh and then i'm like okay i'm running with it you know so i'm, I'm the people's I champ. really yeah i like so, those too yeah some of us are just good. gifted with better handles than others i apologize <laughs> no it, it's all right it's the first time my my last name has been anything cool so I, i've been <laughs> called pebbles all my damn life so <laughs> well you are the people's so, champ that's for sure all right thanks dave all right uh, geez dave good boy it's a long day thanks matt there you go all right you can thanks find for having me on, me on brother oh absolutely you can find me on twitter ff people's champ this podcast daily draft rprt my work at campus to canton and the dynasty nerds thank you very very much for listening everybody we will have a fun friday showdown a friday face-off tomorrow thank you all very much for